Beautiful soul, have you ever wanted to speak to angels? Do you believe angels can support you in your daily life? If this is you, go onto my website, theangelmedium.com and sign up for our email list. As a gift for signing up, I'm going to send you 31 healing meditations that if you do daily, they're going to help you tap into your angels and your own intuition. Start using these today and you'll start to see changes in 31 days. Now take a deep breath. Ask your angels to surround you with love, fill you with joy, infuse you with ease. And remember, your angels say that any messages that resonate with you in today's episode are meant just for you. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we are here with the angel herself, Gabby Bernstein. Um, you probably know Gabby if you haven't been um, living under a rock over the last 10 years. She is um, thought leader of her generation, called that by Oprah. She's been on Super Soul Sunday several, several times. And I can't wait to talk to you about angels and talk to you about how you came in in meditation one day and helped me realize what the angels were trying to say because Archangel Gabriel really isn't Archangel Gabriel, it's Archangel Gabrielle. Gabby, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, my love. It's so good to be with you. And I love this conversation already. <laughs> Yay. So when I got into this work about seven years ago, I'm sitting in meditation and um, working with different angels because the way that the angels work with a lot of us, I don't know if you kind of had this too, but one will come in and they'll work with you for three months, six months so that you really get to know their energy and then another angel will come in. Um, it's really meant to help us get to know them individually. So when Archangel Gabrielle came in, first it was Archangel Gabriel and they kept saying, no, no, no. And then they kept flashing to pictures of your face when I'm in meditation. And I said, well, what would you have me know? And they said, we actually didn't come to Mary as a male. We came to her as a female because she wouldn't have been as receptive to our energy. We had to embrace her as female. And so um, I think that I just wanted you to know that, but then also wanted you to know, do you know about the seraphim at all or seraphina? They're fascinating because they are from this realm where it's almost like there are earth angels, souls that were tapped and asked to come into this experience, souls that did not raise their hand and asked to come learn a lesson. And um, the seraphim say that you're from that realm, that you were tapped and you were asked to come. Well, I accept the tapping. Yay! <laughs> oh, wonderful. Thank you for saying that. And I, I appreciate it and I accept it. Yay. I, I accept the assignment. Yep. You do. Oh my goodness. And do you ever, because this book, Happy Days that you just wrote, I think is one of my favorite of all of your books because it taps into the inner child. It taps into the wounds of our ancestral healing. And um, I really felt for you as a healer as I was reading it because 
you have to be able to go through things as a healer and let spirit guide you and let spirit lead you. Um, so thank you for writing this book and birthing it into the world because it's such a blessing to so many. The greatest way that we can heal others is through having the experience of healing ourselves, so we can speak with authenticity, vulnerability, and truth. And that's been part of my assignment. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so I want to talk about this a little bit because I feel like right now we're at this epidemic really of almost people not feeling their feelings. I've got a 11 year old, but we're around a lot of teenagers and you see them come home from school having a bad day and they're just immediately turning to their phones and to TikTok in order to kind of numb out. And the way that I've seen this work out with the teenagers in front of me is almost like if you're numbing out the lows and you can't feel the lows, then you can't feel the highs. And I wonder if this is going to lead to an epidemic of not being able to feel as much joy because you're not feeling the lows and allowing yourself to go there. It's already happening. You're right. Yeah. Talk happening. to us about this. Well, I have a three-year-old and I took YouTube kids away. I took the phone away altogether at the anywhere other than like maybe a 15 minute show on the TV, like that I control because it turns them into lifeless beings. All of us, not just children. We all are taken out. And so if your head's in a device all day, how can you feel the lows and how can you feel the highs? Right. And it's so scary. It's so scary. I want to stick to some hard rules and boundaries with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of screen time when you are you know, trying to do the laundry and get your kid out of there, whatever it is you need to do. But when it's a habitual practice of just turn on the phone, turn on the phone, turn on the phone, it's really, it really affects who they are as humans. And you can see it right away with the little guys right away. Yeah. Um, Fascinating. So your book really goes through your story of healing. And I love how you talk about the resourced self. Can you explain what that is to everybody? I have practiced for a decade in my own therapy and have now since been trained in a therapeutic method called internal family systems therapy. This is not family therapy. It's tending to and caring for your internal family, all of the different parts of who we are that make up the family within inside of ourselves. And our resourced, undamaged self with a capital S in your language, maybe higher self or universe or spiritual presence is the parent, is the internal parent, is as it is and can be, can be the leader of the internal family if we allow it. When we start to connect to and access more of that self with a capital S, we can then begin to care for all of the parts of who we are reparent ourselves, give ourselves this soothing and the serenity and the calm and the courage and the curiosity and the compassion that we may not have gotten as children, that we most likely did not get in the adequate ways that we needed it. So establishing this direct line to self is a huge part of what I write about in the book. It's a big part of my own personal practice. It's a huge lofty concept that I'm doing my best to simplify, but 
it's nothing short of a miracle when it starts to become the voice you turn to. Yeah. So you and I know this as healers, but you have to walk through certain things in life to gain certain lessons in order to teach, in order to like reach back and pull others forward. Um, one of our members asked, are we ever fully healed or do we experience periods of healing? Well, I recently put my face on the cover of a book called Happy Days, The Guided Path from Trauma to Profound Freedom and Inner Peace. There's no way I would have put my face on that cover if I wasn't living in profound freedom and inner peace. Am I fully healed? No, I had therapy last night and was doing amazing IFS work and like crashing down walls of glass that, you know, were, were barriers to my inner child. Like I'm doing the fucking work every day, but am I free today? Yes. Do I experience inner peace today? Yes. Am I able to do transformational therapeutic work and go deeper and shine the crystal? Yes. So at 42 years old, I'm living in a happy dream. I'm living with grace. I'm living with faith. I'm living with inner peace. I've gone through really horrific things this past year. I lost a baby at five and a, I had to let go of a baby at five and a half months uh, pregnancy. And I had to let the baby go because he wasn't growing. I mean, I've been through shit this year and I've been okay. I've come out with resilience, understanding grace, releasing the grief with grace, all because of the work I've done to get to this place emotionally. So I would say the answer is the better you get, the better you get. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And thank you for being so open and honest. My, um, well, I have a family member who went through what you experienced as well. And um, I think watching you be so open with it really helped her to understand more of what she was going through and heal through it as well. So thank you. You can tell her I'll do a Dear Gabby podcast on that topic for her. Yeah. Yeah. Friend, if the idea of connecting to your angels and changing your life using your very own spiritual gifts sounds amazing and is deeply resonating with you today, I want you to go on my website and check out my angel membership. Registration is open. Sign up today and you'll get access to new course content and events each week and a private community. Members love how everything you need for your spiritual awakening is all in one place. Sign up today, Angel Membership. It's incredibly healing. Also, the winner of this month's free reading with me is in the show notes below. Leave a five-star positive review of my podcast or book, and you could be next month's winner. Lastly, check out the upcoming events page on my website, theangelmedium.com, because we have a lot of upcoming events that I know you're going to be interested in. Um, okay, so we have more member questions. Um, how do I release my fear? Not the journey, not the fear of the journey or making changes, but the fear of something not happening that I truly want. I'm having trouble surrendering. And then she put like becoming a mother. Yeah. Ooh, hard one. Uh, I've been there, been there, been there, struggled with a lot of infertility stuff and obviously experienced loss. Uh, I would first recommend that she read a book called Spirit Babies. Really, really important book about a medium who channeled 
these spirit babies. And it really gave me a lot of hope and faith in the early days of my infertility journey. I don't even know why I'm calling it an infertility journey. I have a child. I was pregnant again. Like, fuck that. Don't call it infertility journey. <laughs> Just the journey of, of, of conceiving. Yeah. So there's, and the other thing I would say is there's many, many ways to be a mother. So when you think it has to be one way, you can often be denying yourself the miracle of what, how it is supposed to be. So you know, a lot of times we think, oh, I, I, I don't want to do treatment or, you know, I don't want to do adoption or I don't want to have uh, uh, someone else's egg. Can't begin to tell you how many times I've seen people, friends, close friends, one of my best friends go down the road of IVF at 45, not get pregnant, not get pregnant, not get pregnant, finally to get to the place where she's like, I'm going to uh, do a donor egg and now has her son, her wow. son her son, you know, it's a donor egg, but this child is exactly who was meant to come through. And that's how the soul wanted to come through. So open up to infinite possibilities for this birth and give yourself permission to let go of what you think you need. Speak to the, the soul, let the soul reveal to you how he or she wants to come through and listen to that guidance. Get out of the way. All right. This kind of piggybacks off of that one a little bit. How do I remain confident towards my life path? This person writes, when I'm terrified, but I still feel like I'm supposed to do it. And then she wrote, I know this person, she's trying to write a book. She wants to write a book. And you need to take Gabby's course on this because you offer a course on this as well, right? Yeah. She needs to take the bestseller masterclass course. Come on now. Yep. That's the <laughs> course. Yep. 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 So, so say the question one more time for me. How do you remain confident towards your life path purpose? She says, I'm terrified, but I feel like I'm supposed to do it. How do you remain confident with your life's purpose? You're terrified, but you know you're supposed to do it. Take the pressure off by not making it about an outcome and making it about experiencing joy and inspiration. When we release the outcome, we no longer give ourselves the fear of failure. How could you fail if your only goal is to have fun? I love that. Um, all right. This person wrote, where do you get your meditation music? She's like, I love it. Do you have a Spotify playlist? I do. I do. I do. I'll give it to you for okay. your show notes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Follow me on Spotify. It calls, it's called daily meditation. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right. This next one kind of brings me to something that's been close to my heart. And you kind of touch on it a little bit within the book. And, and I'm going to go two different directions with this. One person said, what can we be doing more so to help those who are suicidal or have suicidal thoughts? Because um, she put, you know, People around her have passed away because of this, and she just feels like it's very close to her heart, um, but she doesn't even know where to start. Yeah. When it comes to suicide or suicidal thoughts, you want to make sure that you're putting someone in the hands of a licensed trained professional. It's not something that even someone like myself would even touch. If I hear the word suicide, I say, here's, some, here's a list of resources. So maybe have those resources in your speed dial, ready to call when you need it, give it to them, say, this is where, this is what I recommend. You could always hand somebody a book that's touched you or put them onto a podcast or something. But when someone's having suicidal ideation, that means that they're real blown out. I've been there. I've been there myself. When I had postpartum depression, it took me to that place. 
And the only way out is through psychiatric and therapeutic support. Mm-hmm. So how do you help? Like, Because there's so many people out there listening who don't know which route to go. Okay, I've got so much coming at me. I know I need to work through this healing-wise. I know I need to go deeper spiritually. And their question is kind of like, where do I even begin? Read Happy Days. Yeah. Because that book is a guided path. It will help you notice the ways that you're running from the impermissible storylines of your past. It will really gently take you by the hand and guide you and show you the spiritual practices and the therapeutic practices and modalities and introduce you to the journey of undoing historical suffering. And you don't have to do it all. You can just pick pick and choose. You can come back to it year after year. It's, it is the guided path. It's the absolute perfect book for anyone that is wondering, where do I begin? Yeah. Well, and I read your book too, Happy Days, and I was like, holy shit, Gabby has just done like, I don't even know if it's $20,000, $50,000 worth of like therapy yourself and research yourself. $100,000 worth of the $200,000 worth of therapy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. I gave you guys, that book is worth 200 grand probably. It is. Well, yeah. like reading it, I think for anybody, what it's going to do for them is almost shave about five to 10 years of therapy off of. Yes. I want to get a video of you saying that, hold on. Just say that to me. Go ahead. Okay. So as I was reading your book, Gabby, what was coming to mind from my angels is this is like 50, 100 grand worth of therapy of healing services that Gabby went through. And what it's really going to do for people when they read Happy Days is shave 5, 10, 15 years off of their therapy journey themselves because you've taken it, you've consolidated it. And people don't have to do the legwork now to understand why they're doing what it is, to understand the basis of it all. You did it for them. And so now they can start, you know, five years advance, 10 years advance because you did this legwork and happy days and really reach their healing so much. I don't want to say quicker, but maybe they can go deeper, faster, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And I hope that you don't mind if I share that because- No, no, I love that. perfectly defined what my intention of the book is, which is to say, here, let's shave five years, the 10 years, 20 years off of your therapy journey. Let's get to healing faster. Let's let's avoid all the, the, the unnecessary suffering that we can avoid when we start to go, go there. Thank you. That was extremely beautiful to re- re- receive. Thank you. Yeah. saying that oh of course of course well and i think one of the biggest blessings that you've given just through your true authenticity as a healer is i know when i got into this work i felt like oh shit like i need to be perfect in order to show up for my clients i need to be perfect in order to show up as a healer And what you really broke through this barrier with as well is showing people the journey is the journey your entire life. And we're always going to be healing and it's okay to show up vulnerably. It's okay to show up raw and tell what you're going through. And 
and still be helping to heal other souls. If you were perfect, you would have nothing to teach. Yeah. That for me is one of my most triggering things though. Like that is one of the hardest things to accept within myself. You want to learn how to teach from imperfection. Yeah. I'm emailing that to myself. I'm very inspired here with you. Yay! I had a little bit of a rocky start, Gabby. I got to say, this is one of my greatest days of my life. Oh, sweetheart, there was zero rocky start at all. You're fucking awesome. Don't worry. Um, No, the, the act of creation and service comes from your ability to be messy, your ability to be imperfect. My greatest virtue in my life is my willingness to be imperfect. Like I get this vision sometimes in meditation of, um, I love to be a collaborative healer, like all the souls that I teach how to do this work, I want them to come together. I wanna see all boats rise with the tide. And I just get this vision of this web of how many people are healed and served because you are that true authentic soul in this lifetime. So thank you. Yeah. Um, All right. One of my favorite parts of the book, because I know you got to go, I got to wrap this up, but I wanted to say, you have this part where you talk about letting your adult resource self show up to support the childlike parts of yourself. The more we learn to rely on the self, the easier it is for the protector parts of ourselves to relax. The more you strengthen your connection to self, the easier it will be for self to soothe within the moment, uh, which in turn helps them to let go of their extreme protective roles. Self becomes the reliable parent that can show up for you when you feel unsafe or alone. And I was like, that's it. Like, that's where we're all trying to get to. Yeah, we have all of us, these exiled parts of who we are, those exiled parts are often the child parts that were traumatized or wounded. And throughout our life, we just continue to build up all these protection mechanisms so we never have to feel the shame and the terror of those child parts. Yeah, Those protection mechanisms are known as protector parts in IFS therapy. We also all have self with a capital S and self is the internal parent, the undamaged resourced part of who we are. When we let self begin to lead all the other parts in our inner family system, that's when we can feel the greatest freedom in knowing that there's a voice of love, there's a voice of compassion, curiosity, courage, always there, always available to us, no matter what's happening inside or outside. I love it. And that's it. Like if we can all live with that peace, um, we're going to get where we're going. And um, you do say towards the end of the book, but you can't just skip to that piece. Like the journey is the work. And that's why you need to read Happy Days. And that's why you need to have a therapist. And that's why you need to be doing the spiritual work because all of it brings all of this up and and to the surface. And we can get to this place where we parent ourselves and feel comfort. That's right, sweetie. Yep. Oh, I love you, Gabby. (laughs) I love you. You're so special. Thank you for this time. It was beautiful. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, Everybody, you can look in the show notes to find um, all the information on where to find Dear Gabby, Gabby's podcast, Happy Days. And we'll also put information, if that's okay, about your um, course on becoming an author. Definitely. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, Gabby.
beautiful soul. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are sitting around you now, who's connecting with you, and how they're supporting you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a virtual session. You can do a reading with me or a member on my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the best they can to support you and guiding you to the life you want to live. Virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website, never, never, never offered on social media, only offered on theangelmedium.com. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and business mastery skills. That's the Angel Reiki School. You can find more information on theangelmedium.com or DM me over on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions you have. Friends, before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hand on your heart, taking a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love in front of you. I want you to step into that love in front of you. And I want you to feel it as it fills your body, your chakras, and your auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? and open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you. 